Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Flip This with Steve Londo, the real estate investing podcast that focuses on finding and negotiating with motivated sellers and flipping houses without using banks or private lenders. You must be prepared to ignite. Something different. Shout out Josh. Some hard rock for you instead of some 
the hip hop of usual. What's up? It's been a minute, huh? That's right. What's happening? This is Flip This Podcast. I'm Steve Londo. This is the real estate investing podcast that teaches you how to find and negotiate with motivated sellers to flip houses without using banks or usually private lenders. As always, joined by my boy Jeremy Burgess. What's up? This is Steve. And let's use some volume there, sir. Turn this one down. A little rusty. It's been a minute since I recorded one of these, huh? Yeah, that was my bad. So, long story short, I gained all the weight I lost, or almost all the weight I lost, and fucked up my back again. So, I apologize, everybody. I apologize. So, that was my bad. I'm back. I'm down 15 pounds. I got half the feeling back in my leg, and we're going to roll this thing out. So, that was not Steve's fault. That was mine. It's all good. I actually kind of needed some... Some break anyway for some restructuring, making sure I'm getting shit done. I hope the levels on this are good. It looks like uh, I'm having a hard time hearing you uh, for some reason, but it sounds a little bit better now, but it's way up higher than usual. Anyway, if you're not sure uh, what wholesaling is, basically it's where you go out and find someone who wants to sell their house, needs to sell their house, someone who's motivated to sell their house. Uh, You negotiate a price and sign a contract with them. Uh, for say thirty thousand, and then you go market it and find someone to buy that uh, contract from you, and you assign it to them for forty thousand. You make the ten thousand dollars in between. Um, it's super profitable. It's super low risk, uh, but it ain't easy. It ain't easy. So thank you for joining me. Um, the first section here back. It's been a while. We're a little rusty. Ooh, deal. Deals. Got some deals for you. And man, you missed love out. Deals? You've missed out on some deals. Let me tell you. If you're not on my list, you need to stop what you're doing right now and go to 313cashdeals.com and get your email in there. Get on my list. Make yourself known. Uh, let me know that you're looking for deals and let us know what you're looking for so we can find the properties that uh, that you're looking for. Because once they get to this podcast, uh, especially the, when I'm recording two in a time, two at a time, you're missing some of the best deals. There was one I sold last night that never made it to even the, the email list just because relationships that get built over time. And people always ask me, how do I get on that list? How do, how do I get the phone call before it goes on the email list? Well, you got to buy something, right? Yeah. So watch the emails, listen to this podcast and find something that speaks to you and take action, buy it. That's the fastest way to get noticed. Um, no reputation socialism here. You no, know, you got to do it or no, do it, do it. I don't care if you, you've done, I've, I've closed 20 deals a month. Well, you haven't closed shit with me. That's so right. prove it, prove it. Um, and I'm not speaking about anybody in particular, but I hear that kind of thing all the time. Oh, we're doing so many deals a month and they're from some other state and whatever. That's cool. I'm glad you're doing it. Whatever. I, I would love to do business with you. I'd love to sell you 20 houses a month. Start with one. Buy one, show me you're real, show me you know what you're doing, uh, you're professional, don't waste my fucking time, and we'll we'll do a lot of business together. So with that said, the first property, which very, 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 very likely will be closed by the time this even airs, because I probably will sell it when I leave this this recording, and it will close before this even airs. But I'm going to do it anyway, because <laughs> you never know, and this will teach you motherfuckers a lesson. That's so, right. Uh, this is 9081 Fenton in Redford. Uh, I'm looking for 39000 This is a three-bedroom, one-bath, brick ranch. It needs a roof and gutters, uh, windows, 
It needs a kitchen. It needs flooring. It needs a bathroom. It needs paint. Guess what? It pretty much needs everything. But for thirty nine thousand, this this is going to be a very very solid house when you're done with it. It's perfect kind of rehab. If you like junkers, this is your house. Thirty nine thousand. It's a thousand twenty square feet. It's got a full basement and a two car detached garage. Um, this is a nice place in a in a good area. So hit me up at Steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com or better yet, get with Paul. Uh, Paul Evans, it's Paul at stevebuyshousesfast.com. He'll take care of getting you set up with uh, showing. You can send your offers over. Um, it's probably going to be too late on this one. So 9081 Fenton in Redford, 39,000. Uh, what was that lady's name who was at RDI last night? She already has a house in Redford. Oh, I'll I remember. Know. Do you remember she has hmm. the husband? They moved here from California. Oh yeah. Remind me at the end. I have yeah, you, she buys in Redford. Yeah, she's looked at a few of my Detroit houses and we haven't that found one? one that fit. Not, I didn't see Now that I'm trying to sell night. it away from you guys on the podcast. I know, right? It just, it just occurred to me last night. Like I didn't even see her last night. If you night. haven't talked, she was there. She yeah. came late though. Okay. She came in late. She came in the background. Anyway, because I was just gonna say that would be a great rental too. Yeah, oh like, yeah. This, this goes for both sure. ways. You know? Well, you know who is looking at that. Of course. So yeah. it's probably already gonna be so gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh all right, so anyways. Moving on. This that's a one, good deal. That's, that's a, a good really deal. good deal. It's not going to be there. Yeah. yeah. So th- here's this is a good deal, too. Um, this one is a little trickier due to the seller's situation. There's going to be some, some hand-holding, and uh, we may need to help find them a place to go before we can close <clears throat> and help them with that process. She's got a realtor, I think, though, and is, and is trying to get mortgage approval. So... The issue there is going to be some post-closing occupancy more than likely. However, if you want to buy a house in Detroit, you want to buy a nice big brick house in a hot area of Detroit and hold on for the ride of appreciation that you're going to experience over the next few years, you can get in at 18276 Littlefield, and that's 48235 in Detroit. Mm. This is 39,002. How many square feet? This is, you know what? Shit, I didn't write it down. Um, I want to say it's, it's close. In a good area, it's a man. big house. It's, it's a big brick colonial. Area. So I'm thinking, I'll pull it up here while I'm yeah. looking for the rest of this. Because I, I didn't see this beforehand. I just actually, Steve beat me to the Surprise. podcast today. That's how slow I am with my back. Yeah. So like, I didn't get a chance to look at this, but that's a damn good area. This is really good. I've got an ARV of uh, of 70. Yeah. And it could be slightly higher. It could be, uh, it could be 65. Dude, I think it's probably seventy. In that area, we're closing on Friday for nice. seventy-two. Nice. One eight four two four Mendota. That's with okay. a mortgage. With a mortgage. That's with a mortgage. Nice. So my my Fitch Detroit a. flippers. Yep. Here you go. Here you go. New comps for you guys. Uh, let me see. That's not mine. It's my clients. I listed it and sold it for them. Top dollar. Nice. There you go. So if you're looking to list your house in Detroit, call Jeremy. That's a cool thing about these areas in Detroit now. Um, they're starting to come back. First time home buyers. Yep. They're starting to be, you know, a little bit more room for flippers to get in, get out. Yep. It's always been a great rental market. Um, ironically, during the worst times when it was the best rental market. And now flipping yep. is starting to be a thing you can do again. Now it's coming. And it's not just in Boston, Edison and to areas like that. It's spreading to, you know, regular neighborhoods like it was. But this house uh, back in, say, 2005 would have been one hundred and fifty to $180,000. Oh, yeah mortgage type of house so this uh like i said the arv on this from from my perspective i say is 70 jeremy's got a great comp right there that just sold for 72 this is a 1632 square foot brick 
colonial. Yeah, that'll be more two story. The one I sold was like 1080, 1100. Oh, this has four or 500 extra square feet. There you go. So, so 40K. Yep, 40K. It does probably need 10 to 12, uh, depending on the extent, uh, the extent of your rehab. <clears throat> Excuse me. So give me a call. Uh, actually, don't call me. Email Paul, paul at stevebuyshousesfast.com. I guess you could email me too, steve at stevebuyshousesfast.com. He will forward them to Paul. I will forward them to Paul. <laughs> Sometimes I'll call you back if I like you. Uh, Three-bedroom, brick colonial. It's a great hot area. It does need some work. I've got a rent estimate of 950 and that might be conservative too um, based on some of the numbers we're talking about. But this this could be a great uh, rehab to rental hold on for a couple of years and sell it for some very good appreciation. Or you could even flip this, you know, and catch that wave right now on the way up. That would be a great one that if you already have some rentals in Detroit, mm-hmm. you buy another one and wait a few years. Cause for sure. I mean, the whole two years ago it was dead. Oh, geez. And then the last two years now we got, it's, it's happening. So two years ago, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been in this house for like more than probably 20 or 22. Yeah, it's crazy. Something like that. But yeah. no guts, no glory. You would have to write out a few years, but still be a medium risk investment. But all you yep. got to do is look at the comps and see what's happening. And you know, if you got some guts, that'd be a good place to start, man. That's a beautiful area too. Yeah, it really is. It's really nice. It's basically seven and Schaefer. It's outer drive in Curtis really. That's um, great. Yeah. The closest it's, it's uh let's see east of the lodge. It's south of seven mile. So it's right in there where things are starting to, to really start to pop over there. So it's really, yeah, it's really that's a stone's throw from Mendota, by the way, that's yeah. like right there. So yeah, yep. that's a great, got some comps, got some stuff selling yep. this way. This went pending right away too. So yeah. there are buyers, what you can do though, if you're going to flip it, can't do a cheap flip. Yes. Yeah. Do it right. That's why I'm saying it might be better. Rent it out right a year or two. Yep. Catch an extra 10, 15%, then really do it right. Yep. I don't know. Yep. That's an exciting one. Actually, those are both two really good deals. Yeah. They're pretty good deals and they may not be here when you guys Shit, hear this. Not be here so, probably, yeah. <laughs> but you know how to cut that line, right? <clears throat> First, you go to 313cashdeals.com. You sign up with your email. You get some uh, emails from us. You get our current inventory list. And uh, we, we also have a text message program too. So if text is your thing versus email, you can, uh, you automatically get some text alerts. It's easy to opt out. Uh, we don't spam. We only send you deals. So let me know. Sign up 313cashdeals.com. Awesome. That's pretty good. Yep. Those are, those are nice ones. So on to the next section here. What, what's working and what's not? Um, the, the advantage to taking a few weeks off from podcasting is I'm able to sit down and, and see what's working a lot more clearly. Right. Instead of every week trying to come up with something, I feel like this was easy. Um, this time or this week it's, it's getting more strategic with the marketing, um, getting a little bit more targeted in both my digital marketing and in my direct mail. I kind of brought this up on one of the last episodes when I, the, one of the last few that we recorded talking about getting more specific and that trend is continuing However, now we're getting more aggressive with the motivated lists and with mailing them more frequently. So a real motivated, distressed list, we're mailing it two or three times versus once in the same amount of time frame. So in a 30-day span, someone might get three postcards from us instead of just one postcard. So that's accelerating that process because um, every hit, you get a certain response rate sort of. So you get a good response on the first one, a little drop off to the second and the third, a little spike on the fourth. 
and then fifth, sixth, seventh, you start to see a, a higher response rate the more times you hit them uh, with a peak at five and seven for some reason. But I'm trying to get to those numbers faster because I want more sellers to call. There's more competition. I'm trying to separate. So that was one thing that's really, I think, worked pretty well. Um, being more aggressive with those. Also targeting very specific lists and then hammering those lists. Instead of trying to hit everybody, we are hitting some, a few more, a select group of people more often. And those are generally highly motivated sellers uh, in those pools. So still the absentee owners, there's some uh, probate, um, probate and inherited lists there and uh, vacant houses. You know, those continue to be really good. However, the digital marketing is smashing the direct mail right now, just because February was a little slow in the direct mail department. March really kicked it up, but the direct, the uh, digital side was always consistent. And one of the best leads that we closed uh, I believe it came from a Facebook lead and then another website lead that I just picked up yesterday um, was just a straight Google lead acted quickly because you have to act quickly on those, right? Locked it up and flipped it the same day, but um, boom, the uh, being more strategic and, and, and not just mailing to mail, you know, mailing with a purpose, mailing with this very specific purpose of trying to get certain people to call me not just anybody with a house that they would be interested in selling. I want people that want to sell it and need to sell it right now. It's my level shit. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for. Um, and I think that it's really, it's really helpful um, to reflect on what you're doing and, and how the numbers are shaking out. What What's working, what's not working, whack the shit that's not working and increase what's working. Um, and it just makes sense, right? So moving on to the next section, stories. I actually got a good story this time. This Do is I know this one or is this new think, to me? I don't think you know this one. You've been uh, a little MIA. So yeah, last six weeks. Facebook, I talked about it a little bit on Facebook. This is the Celine deal that um, Dave got under contract. Oh, that's right. Because I know a bit of it. Okay. Let me take a sip here and I'll explain. Like when I say a bit, I mean like 5%. Like I got some, just a few fist bump. Like he's pretty happy. It's good. Yeah. (laughs) It reinvigorated him. I could tell. And the, and the whole team finally saw a real, real deal. It's like like when you're fishing and you're sitting out there all day, freezing your ass off. And yep. You, you see somebody pull in a huge (sighs) freaking salmon. You're like, all right. I certainly feel like staying here all day. Yep. Be back tomorrow. (laughs) So this is a great story. Um, this is actually going to have several episodes where different aspects of this deal get talked about. Um, it's really interesting deal all the way around. It was a digital lead. I think it came from Facebook. Um, they didn't put in their information online. She asked, um, well, all I'm going to do today is talk about how, where we got the contract, like up to the point where we got the contract next week. In 10 minutes or whatever. Next week's episode, <laughs> we'll talk about... Don't break the wall. The next section. I'm breaking down the third wall. Um, or is it the fourth wall? Or all the walls. All the walls. <sighs> I gotta go Take see the Kong. cats out of the bag on that one, though. Yeah. So um, next episode will be part two. The sh- when I showed it to my buyer, some really interesting stuff happened there. The whole closing process. And there's still several more steps yet to come because we're going to be talking to the, the buyer on that deal. We're actually going to have him in and do uh, an interview with him 
and we haven't done an interview in a while, and then talk to him about the rehab. Uh, oh, it's good. Anyways, let's start at square one, right? So she called. She called, and all she said was her name and the phone number, which actually I think was off the caller ID, and that the home has been foreclosed, and she has until March 31st to pay it back, to pay the back taxes. So <clears throat> I knew what the situation was. Um, immediately forwarded the the email that came in because because she didn't put in a, a form and she called a certain phone number, it only comes in an email. This It's the way this is set up. It comes to an email. I forwarded it to Dave and said, hey, call this lady. This is motivated, but I don't know where the house, I don't know anything about the house other than she called from a 734 phone number. So I'm thinking Western Wayne County, something like that, right? So he calls and she, he gets the information. It's a, it's in Saline, suburb of Ann Arbor, nice area, really nice house, a uh, nice neighborhood. And probably he was thinking an ARV of about 250, something like that. Um, she asks, how, how does this work? You know, which is a pretty common question we get. How does this whole thing work? I don't understand. She only had about 10 days. She contacted us on the 17th or the 18th of March. So, um, so she asked how, how this works and Dave starts to explain it. And he explains, well, if the house is worth 200,000, we need to buy it at a 65% disc. We need to get 65% discount or basically a 35% discount. It's, we take 65% of that and then subtract the repairs. So basically, we would have to buy it for around, if it was worth 200, we'd have to buy it for around 150. And if it needed 50,000 in repairs, we'd buy it for around 100. She heard that and said, Oh, I, I could never sell it for that and hung up. So, man, <laughs> talk about going sideways on you. Yeah. Like, lady, I was just using an example. Yeah. Ooh. So he immediately tries to call her back. She doesn't answer. Tries again. She doesn't answer. Poor Dave. I bet he's sweating bullets at this point in time, right? Like, yeah, shit. he kind of just figured it was gone. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Um, at that point, she's motivated, but it's not a deal. It's like, He hasn't even looked at the house yet. He has no idea what's going on. I mean, he just, she's she's done. She just hangs up. So he tried her back again. Still nothing. A couple of days go by, and she reaches back out to him and says, all right, well, if I were to take your offer, how fast could you close? And instantly he's like, oh? Because he he knows we could have gone up and paid 150 or close to 150. Like an actual, that's what we could have offered as a wholesaler even. So he goes and um, books an appointment and then realizes, oh shit, I can't get to Celine today at this, at this time for this appointment. What am I going to do? So he called a couple people. He called Garrett, Garrett Stuckey. DirtyHouseClub.com or something like that. I love the name of your great, of yeah. your company, so I'm giving you a shout out. Um, so he called Garrett. He didn't answer. Uh, I don't think he left a message. He's hung up and he tried someone else from out that way, Rob Gish. Rob answered. This is, shows the power of answering your phone. Well, Gish is um, also like a super uh, super fan of the podcast too. So yeah. he's pretty psyched about this part. He was telling me this. This part was last pretty night, awesome. Yeah. So. He ends up going and taking the pictures for Dave and uh, doing the walkthrough and estimating the repairs, filling out our property inspection repair form and stuff. And um, 
he calls Dave and does uh, pulls a Jeremy, a, a great move, Rob. This was brilliant, and I got to give it to you for this. So he calls Dave and and is basically saying, "Yeah, no, I'm out here at the house with uh, with Catherine. We're looking at it, and uh, yeah, the roof definitely is going to need to be replaced. Uh, we weren't sure beforehand. It's definitely so. I'm uh, I've taking five thousand off the price, and uh, so yeah, so we need to be at ninety five, right?" Okay. Yep. All right. Thank you. I'll, I'll have her sign right now. It's my favorite clothes of all time. Deferral of authority. So I'm awesome. on your side. It's so my awesome. boss, Steve. That's the, it's great. <laughs> and so she signed a contract on her house that comped out. The ARV was 272 mm. at the end of the day, 272. And we had a contract for 95,000 cash, pay all the closing costs. And it had to close by March 31st. Uh, at 4 p.m., actually, March 31st by 4 o'clock, and it was now the county's home, basically. So that was that. We we got under contract. Dave um, called me that night. I'm driving home from some meeting or training or something, and it was 7.30 or 8 in the evening, and he calls and says she just he just got it locked up. He's sending over the contract. He's sending over their pictures and some comps. I did not know how good of a deal it was until the next morning. I actually called Jeff Rabinowitz to see if, if he would be able and interested in funding. Cause I had like eight days to close this from the day we got a backup plan just in case some shit goes wrong. Yeah. So I, I felt really confident that I was going to sell this deal, but just in case I wanted to be prepared to close it. And then I started looking at the comps and I'm like, Oh shit. I don't, I don't want to flip this at all. I want to just rehab this. So I called Jeff and um, asked him if he'd fund the A to B and gave him my scenarios of my exit strategies. I had a basically four step process. I had plan A, B, C, and D and probably E and F if those didn't work for some reason. But um, Jeff was on board, agreed with my assessment on the value and the repairs we weren't hundred percent sure on. I think it needed once I saw it because I hadn't even seen the house at that point. It was just off pictures. When I saw the house, it definitely needed a little bit more in repairs than I had uh, initially anticipated. But Jeff was on board to to help fund the ADB if we needed to close it and then resell it. Um, I had a backup plan in place if we had to rehab it, um, and then if we just had to clean it out, put it on the market, and flip it that way. So. I will I will leave that story at this point Whoa. and that will be the cliffhanger where we got it under contract. Hashtag Savage Steve show no mercy. That's right. <laughs> and before before the next week we'll we'll tell you what happened uh when I took my buyer over there because that's a really good story too. No, I'm upset because so. you know what I, I didn't catch I went to catch the rest of this story, but I guess I don't have long to wait, do no, I? You, you only have five <laughs> minutes to wait. Everybody else, y'all got another week or two. Sorry. Well, congrats, <laughs> Dave, too, and uh, good job, Gish. Answer your phone, and actually, that's a good example of just seizing some shit, right? Yep. Dave yep. didn't know what he was doing. Gish didn't. Everybody just like you know they went for it. Yep. They went all in and they got it for sure. And it shows that you know never be too afraid to ask for a low to make that low offer right in fact yesterday i was having a conversation with reed starkey and he was he said um basically i i don't know how can you even offer that low and i said you know i struggle with it sometimes honestly this new system that i'm working our opening offer is so low it's embarrassing like i don't even offer it most of the time. I go between that and our second offer because it's it's there's a big gap there. <laughs> but it feels much more comfortable. But when you make that offer and their counter is less than your second 
your second salvo when you've got 15 percent oh, the strategy there yeah okay so you've got 15 percent between your second number and your max number and they say yes to a number there or less Woo! that's where the home runs come that's where the big big deals come in is when you start at a price that you're almost embarrassed to offer Isn't that what they call it like a set point or whatever so that's what you're doing you're kind of like having anchor a set, anchor there anchor point anchor, yep. anchor, anchor offer point. yeah yeah trying to get it lower so you can land Yep. Savage Stevens really place. Good. Yeah. Really good stuff. So, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave that story for next week, the rest right. of that, but, oh. uh, onto the wholesale tip of the week. Um, I don't know if I could do anything after that story. Okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> wholesale tip of the week. You got me this, this, this week. Um, it, I've said this before too, but, uh, this is a good tip that everyone, even myself needs a reminder with sometimes. And that's pick one thing. Pick one thing. Like Jeremy has read the one thing to you guys on his podcast, and it was great. If you can't afford to go and buy an audio book, even though sometimes you can get them for free, you can listen to that. And it's even better than the audio book because there's real practical advice and, and information in there. So anyway, sorry about the commercial there. but No, thank you. It's I got my really ass good. pretty well. It's like angry Jeremy reading a book about everything he did wrong. You know? <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> so pick one thing. One market or farm area, one list, one thing, and become amazing at it. Get some traction, get some momentum, get some cash, and then you can start exploring other niches and other areas. Don't try to you know, jump in and be a wholesaler and do it like I'm doing it across the entire Southeast Michigan area. Or like well, the yeah, Mikes how long have you been it. doing this now? Wholesaling? Well, Fuck, four years. You were... Before that, it wasn't like you had an easy job before that. Sure. Doing yeah. a bunch of note shit and short sales. I mean, it takes yeah. a minute to learn this thing, right? And a lot of the stuff that I do in this business, I learned tactics and techniques early on in my other in- investing yeah. niches that I've applied to this. So the same thing will go for you. If you look at Jesse, for example, Jesse great, Boyd. Great example. Jesse started out and he's buying in Redford. And Pretty much still, this is what he does. I mean, he, of course, does other deals and he makes money investing and flipping and, and lending and all the other different facets of real estate investing. But his niche, his go-to thing was buy and hold in Redford. And he was doing some flips early on in Redford too. But then he realized, why well, don't I have to flip these when I can keep them? So, but the point is he got, uh, he became an expert in one area, one thing, one niche, one market. And then applied those lessons and skills and momentum that in cash from that and parlayed it into the other niches and the other uh, investing uh, categories and um, markets. Uh, So get good at one thing. If you're brand new or if you're still trying to get your feet under you, if we've talked about coaching or partnering or doing some deals together, Stop trying to be like me or like the mics or like anyone that's doing a massive amount or like Ron, a massive amount of marketing and deals. You will go farther in the long run if you're a big fish in a small pond. Be the St. Clair Shores guy. Be the Warren guy. Be the Frazier guy. Like, who do you know that buys in Frazier? I don't know anybody that specializes in Frazier. I know Frazier is actually a pretty good market, though. There's some good deals in there. You can get some rentals. You can do some flips. Be an be an expert in an area. Blanket that that market with your message, with your brand, and then expand out once you've exhausted or once you've established yourself 
as the authority in that market, then expand. I'm kind of doing this in reverse right now. I'm becoming the expert in Lapeer. Like I'm putting my brand out there. I'm sponsoring our robotics team, which of course helps my kids, but also gets my company name out there. Um, I do that with fighters from Lapeer and from other areas, but I'm doing targeted marketing in my home area because I want to buy more houses where I live closer and there's nobody really doing it where I'm at. You know, there's a handful of guys that will do a deal in Lapeer or in the surrounding area, but there's no one that when you think of who buys houses fast in, in Lapeer that you think of, but Steve, I want that guy to be me. So isn't it already Steve? It should be. It if it's not be. fuckers, it's Steve. It, it is you to got everybody. got a house in Lapeer, call Steve. <laughs> yeah, it is to everybody in the, the real estate investing world, but I want the, the regular world to know that. All right. The regular uh, Lapeer city people. So that's all I got for this week. Uh, I know you're all itching to hear that the, the, the next part of the story. So tune into episode 32 next week and you'll hear the second part of that. That's a good, and there's another, a lot more to come cooperation too. Like it's like CZ. There's lots yeah. of things in that one. There's, there was actually, um, so me and Dave from my company, there's Rob independent, there's Garrett who multiple ways was involved in this. So you'll find out uh, how he's involved mm-hmm. next week too. But, uh, Reed also was sort of, is going to Garrett's partners and, um, he was involved in the deal in a number of ways too, because I was going to coordinate with him and try to hire him to manage my project. And Garrett's probably doing the same. So a lot of cooperation, a lot of uh, relationships that were built at networking events like RDI and like the Metro Detroit Real Estate Investors Group and going out and meeting those people turns into deals. So when when you feel like you don't want to go and, oh, I don't feel like going. And All the time, right? Sitting, almost every single time I, I don't want to go. You wake up early. You but I go school. I mean, yeah. and I never see any of them. So I go and I try to pick and choose the ones that I go to. And it's generally the two that I mentioned. And it's not usually every month. Every month I get to one of them, um, sometimes two of them. But those relationships were built at those meetings. Every one of those people that I mentioned, I met through those meetings. Every single one of them. Network to your net worth, right? That's right. That's right. Man, that's a damn good story. I can't wait the next one. Got anything else? Can we wrap it up and start the next that's one? That's it. All that's right. It. I'm excited. Folks, those are two great deals at the beginning. You are absolutely not going to get them if you're listening to this. Probably. We'll say like 95%, maybe even higher. So how do you stop that from happening? Go to 313cashdeals.com, sign up, and then check your email and never miss a deal and if you want to get on steve's vip list buy some houses that's how this works there's no reputation socialism here gotta do it but that's how you get those calls i was speaking to somebody last night at rdi and i'm like man if if you want to get those calls you gotta buy some stuff from steve you gotta buy some stuff from right you gotta spend money with a wholesaler so if you're interested in selling your house or just checking things out go to steve buys houses fast.com especially and Lapeer. If you're just interested in Steve and want to follow Steve in general, go to clickso.com, C L Y X O.com forward slash S Londo, L O N D E A U. This will all be in the show notes. And I want to say thank you. A ton of you are sharing this. Um, I got a ton of emails, messages, all that. Really appreciate the support the last uh, four to six weeks. It means a lot to me. Sorry, I kind of dropped the ball. I'm going to do a lot less. We're going to do a lot more. It's going to be better. It's fun to have Steve back in here. I had a great time. Till the next podcast. See ya.